to the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast, coming to you from the Playdraft Studios, with your hosts, Mike Wright, Ben Cummins, and Chris Meany. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm back. I'm back, baby, and this is the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast. My name is Mike, the Fantasy Hitman, right? I will be your host today. Got that bum Jason Moore out the door. And it's a good thing that I'm back because today it's it's an exclusive. It's a very private, very intimate gathering and discussion with my current best friend, of all time, Chris Meany, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Yes, it's it's nice to have you back. You know, we traded in Jason and Ben for you. So how does that make yes. it two for one? Yes, Mr. Ben Cummins had some unfortunate work commitments that he could not escape from. Got to pay those bills. That's all right. Wish you the best of luck, Ben, with all of that. But it doesn't matter because me and Chris Meany are on the job. Chris Meany, are you ready to talk? Some DFS football. I guess before we do that, week 15 was very kind. Was very yeah. kind to this podcast. It really was. Yeah, we had one of those weeks where I think everybody we mentioned found the end zone. I mean, the, the top four backs were on this show. It was Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Marlon Mack. Uh, shout out to Ben for that one. And Joe Mixon as well. Robert Foster found the end zone. Josh Allen continued his way. So, yes, it was a pretty good week. Let's continue. We keep saying tis the season. Tis the season for giving. Let's, uh, let's make some money Absolutely. for some people. Absolutely. Hope you built up that bankroll. Make that Christmas a little bit more special. And we're going to get right into it for this week and talk about some cash game picks. Straight cash, homie. All right, Chris. Who do you want to bring up? For cash game lineups. So I'll hit you high and hit you low here. And it, no real surprise up at the top. It's it's Drew Brees. And, you know, I usually don't like to spend up. You know, it's been a weird year for quarterbacks. We'll say that. A lot of the top quarterbacks yeah. of the season have had some dead performances. So I don't necessarily suggest you spending up in cash for a quarterback. But my favorite quarterback on the board this week is Drew Brees. Again, there's no surprise here. He returns home. He's had a couple stinkers in a row now, but he's at home where he has 20 touchdowns and one interception and a 77 completion percentage at home. He's averaging 320 yards passing compared to 217 on the road with 11 touchdowns and four interceptions. And he's only played six games at home compared to eight on the road. So he's going to pile up those numbers. It's the highest total of the week at 53 against the Steelers. They have the the highest team implied total 30.5 on the main slate so i like breeze and you know what he hasn't topped 203 yards passing since week 11 so yeah he you're, could you're even a little bit bold here yeah it is slightly but I, you know what i like the matchup at home I, I expect there to be you know some points scored here so you can go both ways maybe breeze contrarian because of some of the numbers i just suggested and, and at cash and then another guy if you want to spend down a little bit we've talked about him Mike over the last two weeks is Josh Allen and he's yeah, quarterback jo- one. We're now referring to him as Josh Stallion, Chris. <laughs> nice. Josh we have made Stallion. an official transformation on the Fantasy Footballers podcast. So Josh Stallion, please refer to him as such. Oh baby, yeah, those legs. He can <laughs> run. He can yes. run. Yeah. Quarterback one over the last four weeks and he's ridiculous. Four touchdowns with four interceptions. How can somebody be quarterback one over the last four weeks? And he has four touchdowns and four interceptions. Well, it's because he has 351 rushing yards and three touchdowns on the ground 
over those four games. 506 rushing yards, second at the position behind Lamar Jackson. He's got six rushing touchdowns and leads the way in the NFL. I mentioned Robert Foster off the top. You don't have to pair Allen up with anybody, but you can with Robert Foster. Again, another week where he's... He's very cheap, especially on DraftKings. He checks in at under $5,000. And I mentioned last week is dot 26 That was heading into last week. Well, he caught a 26-yard catch from Allen. He turned it into a 48-yard 40 yard touchdown. So he's had at least 94 yards in four of his last five games. It's, it's a very cheap stack and can spend up elsewhere. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see because right now, according to Pro Football Focus, they're projecting shutdown corner mm. Gilmore for the Patriots to be on Zay Jones. So if that, if that, in fact, happens, then I think Robert Foster could be in line for another big day. Uh, a quarterback I want to talk about, I'm, I'm going to hit you with two. And, you know, nice. I ain't, I'm not Ben. I'm not out here thinking that my entire body is made out of gold bullion. I like saving the money, especially <laughs> at the quarterback position. So it's two cheaper options. Wanted to throw out Dak Prescott. I know last week was a bummer, but guess what? He's back home, and he's against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which has been an incredible matchup. They're 25th against the quarterback uh, for uh, over on DraftKings. And then if you really want to plug your nose and hold on for dear life on this Sunday afternoon, this fine Sunday, Nick Foles is going to... You're ruining my lineup. Oh, am I? Oh, baby, I love it. Yes, I'm not alone here. Yeah, Go ahead, Nick Foles. No, absolutely not. $4,700. $4,700. He gets to be at home. He's against the Houston Texans, who the past six weeks are 30th against the quarterback and 25th against wide receivers. I think that we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but I think that the stack of Nick Foles and Alshon Jeffrey, it's just like Josh Allen and Robert Foster. You're actually going to save some money, but I think it's an, a safer than, than, than the name value appears at this time. So those are a couple guys I like. Uh, let's go to the next position, the running back. Who you got, me? Yeah, this is for Ben because he has all the money in the world to spend up for Ezekiel oh, Elliott. Oh, so. <laughs> I just made fun of him, yeah. but this this is my top play of the week. How can it not be, right? Yeah. I, it, you look at last week and arguably his worst game of the season, at least since they acquired Amari Cooper, and, and what does he do? He, he has a solid floor, right? He ends up with seven catches, eight targets for 41 yards. If 120-plus yards, roughly in around that range with a few grabs because he has at least five catches in his last six games, if that's his floor, then fine. I mean, that's that's a great, solid floor. And 18 carries is the fewest he's had since week nine. That was a tough matchup for him. Colts really strong against the run. They got shut out in that football game, and he still managed to have an okay day. So they come home, they play the Bucks, who are just not great at all, especially against the run. They've really struggled, and really over the past four weeks as well. It's a top five matchup for Zeke over the over the past couple of weeks. So got a trivia question up. for you, Meanie. Yeah, let's. What is it? Who has more receptions? Ezekiel Elliott, George Kittle, Brandon Cooks, or Jarvis Landry? Oh, man, I think it might be Zeke. It's a trick question because they all have 72. That's, <laughs> that is what has happened to Zeke in Dallas. He is – I'm really hoping this can continue, and I'm talking into future years as in, in next season, but at this point, Zeke has to be considered amongst – the top tier of running backs because that was always the knock on always. Ezekiel Elliott is they don't involve him. And it wasn't that he couldn't do it. Back in Ohio, he he was perfectly oh, yeah. capable to catch yep. the ball, but now they're finally throwing in the ball 72 freaking receptions 
for Ezekiel Elliott. I just want to make sure that people understand what's happening. You know, he passed his his career high in targets and catches after week nine. And yeah, ridiculous. It, it's it's been un- unbelievable, and you you know won't go on a sidebar here, but you know when we talk about season long leagues and PPR formats, full point PPR like DraftKings, you're looking ahead to next year, and I always I, he's never grouped into into you know, that top tier with Gurley right. and Barkley. Nobody wants to talk about that, but he certainly fits in. And I think he's he's in that. He belongs in that tier because of the usage in the passing game. So he's a strong play. If you want to spend up, I highly suggest it. And we'll just go down a couple tiers here in terms of pricing. Nick Chubb worked out oh, for us yeah. last week. That's my second favorite player of the That's week. That's your second. So we got yeah. we, we got you covered with, with running backs. Yes, I mean, we ever do. since they've traded Carlos Hyde, it's just been it's been unbelievable stuff from Nick Chubb, and that's the reason they dealt him. They they could see it. I mean, ten total touchdowns in the season, six in his last seven games. He has at least seventeen touches in seven of those eight games without Carlos Hyde. Thirteen catches over his last five five games. <laughs> Groundbreaking news a couple weeks ago when we said he could catch, he could catch. And they're huge home favorites, so you have to love that game script. Huge home favorites going to have their way with the Cincinnati Bengals, who are depleted. They're checked out. They don't have much to offer on offense or defense. And then down. Continuing down the list in terms of price, we go to Jamal Williams, $5,800 on FanDuel, $5,400 on DraftKings. This time of the year with injuries and, and you know teams out of it, um, Green Bay, one of them, sometimes we see guys step up and that are just low-priced. And for Aaron Jones, who's done for the season, not going to be able to play, Williams has this backfield to himself. 16 touches last week, 97 total yards, a touchdown. He has four catches, at least four catches in two of his last three games. He's catching some balls out of the backfield. And I just expect this to be his backfield. The matchup is okay. And again, he'll, he'll save you some cash. Absolutely, but speaking of injuries, he did pop up yesterday. No, don't tell me that. You got to monitor that. But but here's the craziest part of this: if Jamal Williams it can't go, the free square of the weekend, in my opinion, becomes Capri Bibbs, newly signed, brand new member of the Green Bay Packers, because he would be thrust right into workhorse levels of of touches. For the Green Bay Packers and Capri Bibbs is no slouch at catching the no, ball. No, he's not. It's so a good call. pay attention to that because you don't want Jamal Williams in that lineup. Come Sunday morning, and Jamal Williams is not playing football at the wide receiver position. Who are you liking? Yeah, I just there's a lot of top tier wide receivers. I won't bore you guys with DeAndre Hopkins, but I'm looking Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, you know Devontae Adams, who leads the way in fantasy points per game on both DraftKings and FanDuel. All of these guys are terrific plays. They really are. But if I'm going to choose one of them to spend up for. It's DeAndre Hopkins just because the Eagles secondary is an absolute mess. You mentioned some of the struggles that the Texans are having through the air as well as Philadelphia just total all year long. The second does his, most does him, points uh, to wideouts. Does him What's get that? banged up at the end of the game? Does that concern you at all? Uh, a little bit, uh, but I'd like to, if he gets in a full practice on Friday, be fine. You know, if you look at DeAndre Hopkins over the past couple years, he he really hasn't got a lot of full practices in. He's dealt with something, a foot or whatever it may be. I mean, Lamar Miller is going through that right now. I'll think about both of these guys in tournaments if it's going to mean a low ownership. So I, I, I suppose maybe if he doesn't get a full practice in Friday, Devontae Adams would be the safest play, but I still like this matchup. They've allowed the second most fantasy points to wide receivers and the most catches to the position as well, including the second most yards. So it's a really good spot for him. And yeah, keep an eye on another practice report. This is this is the time of the year, Mike, and these guys are just not practicing, I don't feel. I don't I don't know if it's as serious as as you'd think. Absolutely. And if you like to pay up for studs, keep your eye on the injury status of Juju Smith Schuster, who on Thursday 
popped up on the injury report, got downgraded because of a groin injury. Juju was a guy who I was going to be targeting heavily. Uh, obviously, I can't put him in my lineup at this point, but he gets a matchup on the road against the Saints, and Juju has been dominant uh, this season. But if, if for some reason Juju can't go, then I think you have to pay up for Antonio Brown in oh at least God. a couple lineups. He's only, Antonio Brown's only $300 more than Juju Smith-Schuster. So that, that name becomes very interesting. Uh, uh, moving it on to the running back or I, I apologize, the tight end position. Oh, my goodness. Oh, let's let's what play Travis. Let's play Travis Kelsey. Uh, we can't. Yeah, we can't. You can't. We and, cannot. And and I don't think you can play Zach Ertz in cash after seeing Nick Foles last week either. He's more of a tournament play. So I think Evan Ingram, you know, with Noah Beckham Jr., looks like he's going to sit this one out again. Sterling Shepard has moved out wide instead of the slide. He's had put a put together a couple stinkers in a row. So for Evan Ingram, last week, 12 targets, eight catches, 75 yards. He's got at least 66 yards in three straight games. So it's not fantastic. We'll, we'll, we'll cheap it out a little bit more at the tight end position when we get to tournament plays, but $5,700. And if you're playing, you know, over on FanDuel, that's not bad. And DraftKings, 4,600 bucks. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And the defense, there's actually a lot of defenses oh, man. Where do you that I there? like. So which one are you starting out with? I, I like the Vikings. You know, the last time we saw them, they had nine sacks. Last time they played Detroit, they had 10 sacks. Detroit has been much worse offensively since that time. And it was only six games ago where these two teams met up. So I like the Vikings. But you're right. Again, this time of the year, you could go anywhere at defense. And there's a lot of good, solid mid-tier price defenses out there. Yeah, like the New England Patriots at home. I get that Josh Stallion cannot be tamed, and he's letting loose, but he's also letting loose with multiple turnovers every single week. The fact that they are only $2,500 over on DraftKings absolutely blows my mind. Blows my mind. Before we jump into the tournament picks, I want to thank today's sponsor, Pristine Auction. You know who they are, Pristine Auction, the absolute best sports memorabilia site in known human existence. This is where I get all of my sports memorabilia. I never worry about how authentic a signature is from Pristine Auction because they use the best signature authenticators in the business. And you're getting incredible prices. We talked about the uh, patent that bankroll for the upcoming Christmas season. Well, Pristine Auction, that's where you need to go to get the most unique gift that you could possibly think of charger fan boom keenan allen signed jersey you know they got him you know they got him arizona fans david johnson signed jerseys they always have those you got to check it out they have hundreds of new things up every single day pristine auction p-r-i-s-t-i-n-e auction.com it's completely free to make the account and when you do it please let them know that the fantasy footballers dfs podcast Sent you. Let's move it on to the tournament pick. Tournament picks. <laughs> tournament picks and plays at the exact same time. You down with GPP? Are you down with GPP? It seems like Chris Meany is getting down with Ben Roethlisberger. Juju is needs this to play, true? Though. Juju needs to play. Juju okay. needs to play for right, the this is, this is, Big Ben. This is 100%. marked. Mark, read the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Listen, 
again, there's a lot of places that you could go at the quarterback position this time of the year. There's a few written up uh, in the DFS ultimate pass for Big Ben. I need to see Juju play 100%. But you know what? I think that, again, I I think Breeze is going to be able to put up some points. You know, Vegas is saying they're going to put up 30. So Ben's going to have to throw the football. James Conner looks very, very doubtful. And the Saints are a hard, hard team to run against. I know Jalen Samuels had his way last week with the Patriots run defense. Not not fantastic. So I think Ben will have to throw the ball a ton in this game. And, you know, he has the potential to go toe-to-toe with Drew Brees if he needs to. And I understand he's the highest-priced quarterback on DraftKings and on FanDuel. So maybe he'll come with a lower ownership. And it is that high total that I'm after. So you can go at Big Ben. And another guy that I'm kind of interested here is, is Baker Mayfield. Now, I like Nick Chubb so much that I'm not going to have a ton of exposure to Baker Mayfield, but my thinking here is that I feel a lot of people will be in on Nick Chubb. And for whatever, I feel like Chubb can still have a game without finding the end zone. If he doesn't get his number called in the red zone, and maybe Baker Mayfield has a couple touchdown passes, he's going to be able to return value. He played the the Bengals. Who are awful. Nick Chubb had two of those touchdowns, or had two touchdowns, but Baker still had four. Yeah, Baker had four, so it's a good spot. The high team implied total, 27.5, and, and and the overall total, total is at 44.5. And if Cincinnati had anybody on offense, it'd be a little bit higher than that. No A.J. Green, probably no Tyler Boyd. So I think Baker Mayfield can do enough in this matchup, and Cincinnati have allowed the second-most points overall and the second-most points to, to quarterback. So it, it's, a, it's a decent spot for him, and he checks in pretty cheap too, Mike. $6,100 on DraftKings. Yeah, I, I don't blame you for that thought process. Uh, I've kind of given all the, the cheaper quarterbacks. I'm considering, I mean, I guess if I'm speaking out loud, that means I'm actually doing it. But debating through the merits of Sam Darnold at $4,900 against the Green Bay Packers. I mean, he's at home yep, don't hate it. playing a little bit better. The last six weeks, the court, uh, the Packers check in 14th against the position. But like I said, I've, I would rather... I'd rather go down to Nick Foles, I guess, yeah, exactly. after working through it. So, you know, if you do, if you do that, Mike, you can. And one guy I just skipped over actually in cash wide receivers was Robbie Anderson. I mean, that's a decent cheap stack as well. Yes. Touchdowns in back to back games, twenty five targets over his last three games. So that's not a good spot. That's that's not a bad spot, and it'll you know save you some cash. Yeah, that's part of what, what I was thinking through as I was talking a lot. Is do I. I'd, I prefer Foles spent saving the two hundred dollars, but then if I'm building the stack out, Robbie Anderson is seven hundred dollars cheaper than Alshon Jeffrey. So if I'm starting a team, perhaps I look the way of the Jets, and I also think that's going to be a, a pretty contrarian play. I can't imagine that people are clamoring Agreed. to play Sam Darnold <laughs> in, in some tournaments. All right, let's talk about tournament running backs. Marlon Mack is back. Yeah, it's just absolutely <laughs> devastating this past week. And the matchup is even better this time. Yeah. He gets to take on the New York Giants, who have phoned it in for the season. They phoned it in in the middle when they started trading away key defensive players like Snacks, Harrison, and they have since trading Snacks away to the Detroit Lions, their run defense has absolutely fallen apart. So what do you what do you think about Marlon Mack? I love it. I think it's a good call by you. And, and you know, Derrick Henry is just the latest to torch them. It's been AP. It's been Peyton Barber. It's been Matt Breda. It's been Josh Adams. It's been it's been everybody since they traded away snacks. The one game where they did okay against the ground, they, they faced Mark Sanchez. And it, <laughs> that's right. not saying a whole lot. So, yeah, Mac, you know, strong last week. A great call by Ben. A great contrarian call by him. It was a tough matchup. 
against Dallas. He had 139 yards, 27 27 carries like you'd be shocked if he doesn't have 17 carries at least 17 carries in this matchup so it's it's not only a, a decent tournament option it's a great cash game play as well and 5500 on DraftKings, it's just just complete value there for him another back i'm interested in and you know we mentioned snacks you know if he doesn't practice he's been he's been on the injury report over the past couple of days. If he doesn't play, I really like Dalvin Cook. You know, right. His Minnesota team, you know, he's coming off a career high or season high rather in carries. I mentioned last week with the offensive coordinator change, they probably get back to the run. That was a good spot against Miami. But if, again, if Snacks doesn't play, I think you can dial up Cook in both cash and tournaments. And then somebody, if you want to get contrarian, I don't think anybody has Leonard Fournette on the radar here. And he's really hard to play with confidence. At least for me, I find it hard to play Fournette with confidence. 25 carries in the last two games. It's concerning because this is a guy who usually touches the ball 25 times a game. So I don't know if Jacksonville is saying, okay, listen, we're tanking. This is what we're going to do. We're only going to give Fournette limited touches. But at the same time, this run defense in Miami is so bad. The second most rushing yards allowed. 27th against the run, according to Football Outsiders, Rush DVOA. It only takes a few touches for Fournette to reach that upside, to reach that ceiling, to bust one or two long runs. And he's as cheap as I've ever seen him on DraftKings. He checks in at $6,000. So uh, I think it's a contrarian play that I don't know if a lot of people are really on board. It's always about recency bias, and Fournette has put up a couple stinkers in a row. On the other side of that game, there is a running back a rookie running back who would only cost you $3,700 because Frank Gore is on the IR. We saw a possible breakout game for for Kalen Balazs. Do you have any interest in playing him for so cheap, or is this a situation where you're just not sure what's going to happen with Kenyon Drake and you'd avoid it? Yeah, no, I think you can you can do it in tournaments. Like in cash, you you can't, but you can get by in tournaments. You know, I was I have a lineup together actually where Bellage is in my flex, and it allows me to to spend on Julio Hopkins and Adams. So you could yeah, go back sense where you spend down at the running back position. Bibbs is another guy. You roll out him or you roll Balaj in, in a flex and you can spend up at wide receivers. And I think that's contrarian because a lot of people are spending up for running backs lately. But if you saw last week, there's a couple good backs who put up some stinkers. So I can get behind that call for sure. And, you know, it, it could have been a bro- breakout game for him. And, right. and you know the way that Gase has treated Kenyon Drake over the past couple of weeks. There's just, just nothing to tell me that Drake is going to lead the way in touches. At the wide receiver position, looks like we're going back. This man. This man has shunned us several times in the past few weeks after his unbelievable best start in wide receiver history with, I think it was eight consecutive games of over 100 yards. Adam Thielen has, like, what, one good game in the past four? Yeah, very quiet. Yeah, His disappearance has been shocking. Three in a row, for sure. Two weeks ago, we had one target at half. Ridiculous. Yeah, nuts. Like, where is he gone? And I mentioned Minnesota wanting to run the football. So I I look at it both ways. Again, if Snacks does play, I like Thielen a little bit more. And if he doesn't, then I'm going to roll out Dalvin Cook, and I'm not going to think twice about really anybody else in in this offense. But for Thielen, his price has dropped so much because of those games, Mike, where he's he's $7,600 on FanDuel. And if you play on FanDuel, that is, you know, extreme value at the wide receiver position, $7,800 on DraftKings. So I look at this matchup as as one that's okay, is one that I think Slay will be on, on digs. So it's, he gets away from that matchup. And uh, as I said, I think they'll run the football, but I, if there's no sacks, I'm going to roll him out there. And then the other one is Jeffrey, who I like. We've already really kind of touched on him, but you know his last 
four games with Nick Foles have been pretty good. You go all the way back. He didn't play with Nick Foles earlier in the season because he was hurt. But you go look at the throughout the playoffs. And for Jeffrey last week, eight catches on eight targets, 160 yards. Now in his last four games with Foles, 26 targets, 19 catches, 379 yards, and three touchdowns. That's 6.5 targets per game and 94 yards per game. And you mentioned Houston and their struggles. Yeah, the seventh most passing yards allowed and the most passing yards allowed to quarterbacks over the last four weeks. So he's in a good spot. I really like the Baker Mayfield call this weekend. And if you're going to stack him, I mean, of course, you're thinking, well, Jarvis Landry. But do consider rookie Antonio Callaway down here at only $3,900 on DraftKings in three of the past four games. He's hit at least 62 yards or had a touchdown or sometimes both. Uh, he's He's been coming on, of course, two weeks ago was the absolute stinker against Carolina. But besides that, things have started to turn around, I believe, for, for the young man and this offense is emerging. And like I said, I just like Baker so much. It's just trying Love to that. get a cheap piece of that action. Man, All right, call. let's talk about tight ends. There's there's a lot of stinky ones you can go with. <laughs> it's It's kind of a... I'm looking. I'm choosing to believe this as this is fun now. Uh, it's not so much fun in your season-long league, but when you have the choice right now in DFS of just saving so much money at the tight end position, uh, there's a lot of options. So who do you like going with? Yeah, Gerald Everett is is a cheap one on DraftKings, twenty nine hundred, forty eight hundred dollars. Wait a minute, handle. he's twenty nine hundred. He's twenty nine hundred in DraftKings. You better get him in your lineup. <laughs> He's cheaper than the guy I want to go with. <laughs> Perfect. I have him in a lot of my lineups. You know, listen, Jared Goff has looked really, really bad over the past couple weeks. I don't suggest him as a strong GPP option in Arizona. I do like what they've done on defense, at least through the air this season. But over the past couple weeks, I've noticed Everett is trending up. You know, he's got 14 targets and nine catches in his last two weeks uh, and getting some looks inside the red zone when they get in there. Look, I think Goff is really missing Cooper Cup. I really do. And and for Everett, he's got three touchdowns in his last five games, $2,900 on DraftKings. He's just like an automatic play for me. And I'd even think about him in cash, to be honest with you. The uh, the guy I wanted to, to feature here, I mean, I like Chris Herndon a good bit, but Blake Jarwin, I thought I was oh, yeah, saving nice. some cash. With Blake Jarwin at three thousand, but apparently Gerald <laughs> Everett so says uh, I'm on a much better offense and I'm being involved. But for Blake Jarwin, seven targets in the past two weeks since Jeff Swaim has gone out. Blake Jarwin has really stepped up to be the actual go-to guy for the tight end. It's a very small body of work thus far for Blake Jarwin, but two weeks ago against Philly, seven for fifty-six, four for forty-five. This past week against the Colts, he is. Dallas's guy at the tight end position and that offense is it is playing a lot better since Amari Cooper is around despite the zero points that they put up this past weekend but Gerald Everett at twenty nine hundred dollars I mean that's uh it's not bad that's that's not too bad and the other guy who I've uh was strongly considering for my lineup at the end of, at the end of the show David Njoku only thirty eight hundred dollars the the Cincinnati Bengals twenty eighth against fantasy tight ends on the season they're just they can be they can be beat 
Yeah, right? he's he's all over the DFS pass in Joku. All love, right, I love his price. Good, I love well, it. I, both on uh, DraftKings and on Fanduel. You know, you can get by with a mega Brown stack this week. You know, you could put Chubb in because you mentioned his his receiving yards and the, the receiving touchdown he had against the Bengals. You can get by with with playing all these brownies, and they're all fairly cheap. Absolutely. So let's. Oh, oh. DST. Who's the DST that you like in the tournaments? Uh, there we I, just go. Men- <laughs> I just mentioned the Browns. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like the Browns. This is it- Browns podcast. This is gross. You know, it, it is, but you know they're hey, they're playing playing meaningful football at this time of the year. When's the last time you were able to say that? So I like the Browns. I mentioned there's nothing to offer from Cincinnati. I mean, Joe Mixon has has had two back to back career games in terms of touches. And if you're the Browns, you just stack the box against them. But you want to spend you know even more down. This worked out for everybody last week. Was the Falcons? I mean, the Falcons. Uh, they jump out. They're not facing Cam Newton this week, so I mean, they jump out at, uh, in the price board. They're twenty three hundred dollars. That's not a bad option. I mean, they they had thirty plus points last week. They they were in the millionaire maker one, right? And I don't. Uh, they'll be owned in tournaments, but the Miami Dolphins at home yeah. against Jacksonville and Cody Kessler. Uh, <laughs> Cody Kessler was was not the answer for the <laughs> for the Jacksonville Jag. I mean, I know we're all shocked to find out that that Blake Bortles was better for this team. No kidding. But here we are, and so the Miami Dolphins are a pretty strong play. All right, let's talk about stacks. Stack attack. All right, Manny, I'm going to let you go first. Man, there's so many ways to go here. The, yes, there are. <laughs> the, there really is. Uh, I like Dak and Cooper as one that you can you can save some cash. And, you know, again, I'll go back to Hopkins and Watson. I know they're very, very expensive. But as a guy who's tuned into every single Eagles game this season, they have some issues in their secondary. And I think that'll continue. Yeah, and I've, I've already mentioned the Foles, uh, Alshon stack is, is very interesting to me. I also I went with another one, though, in my actual lineup. So let's get into that. DFS Battle Royale. All right, Manny, I'm going to roll out my lineup first. Yes, do it. The stack I talked about that I'm rolling with this week against the San Francisco 49ers, I'm going with Mitchell Trubisky and Allen Robinson. I know that Allen Robinson has been quiet as of late, but moving him around, uh, we just saw Doug Baldwin come back to life against this defense. And on top of that, Trubisky for six, only $6,300. It's hard to find a quarterback at that price with the ceiling that Mitch Trubisky can hit on any single given week. I mean, guys at that price, it, it's a crazy world we live in. But who's got the better ceiling now, Aaron Rodgers or Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> yeah, it's Trubisky. And because of his rushing ability. It's and what so he does in the gnarly ground. that this is where we are. And I'm with you. I don't really like Jared Goff. And Jared Goff costs more than Trubisky. Uh, I, I heard a good friend of the footballers, J.J. Zacharyson, talking about before Matt Ryan this past week, who was, yes, he was the quarterback one against the Cardinals. A quarterback had not finished in the top 10 against Arizona. Now, I don't know what factors are contributing to that because Arizona stinks. I mean, it must be. They've been strong through the air. Yeah, the touchdowns are just going against them on the ground. Exactly. But that's just my point is Trubisky's $100 cheaper than Jared Goff, and I would much rather have him. Paying up at running back for Zeke Elliott and Nick Chubb, my two favorite running backs 
And I'm also paying up for my flex with Jalen Samuels with the news that James Conner is looking very, very doubtful. Give me a a cheap piece of that action, only $6,700 for the full-time running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers in a matchup that should see a lot of points scored. Alshon Jeffrey and Robbie Anderson round out my wide receiver core. I did have Blake Jarwin in there. Nah, whatever. I'm gonna let Blake Jarwin. I'm gonna let him roll. This is this is fine. <laughs> do it, let, do it. Yeah, I'm gonna he's, let him he's roll trending up. up. He's my guy this week, for better or for worse. And then the Patriots at only twenty five hundred dollars are my DST. All right, Manu, who you got? I love it. I like the Robinson call too. Actually, you know, he you said he has been quiet, but at least seven targets now in five of his past six games. So that's and that was with cheap. that was with some garbage yeah. quarterback play and Mitch Trubisky right. just coming back off his injury. That's right. Good call. So I'll, I'll actually just quickly go through two lineups here with the same quarterback. Oh, nice. and just, just give people an idea of what you can do this week because my lineup is actually very similar to the one that you just you just because you got Zeke and Chubb. Yeah, for sure. I got Zeke and Chubb. So I, right. I went Nick Foles at the quarterback position, and this is what it allows you to do when you spend down at, at quarterback. And you can go Zeke and Chubb, uh, Devontae Adams, Alshon Oof. Jeffrey, Robbie Anderson, Woo! Gerald Everett, and then I got Marlon Mack in at my flex. So I'm How much really is Mack? just Mack is $5,500. So oh, three backs that I feel will be near the top five probably the top five in touches this week. There's no reason to get away from the run against the Giants. I'd rather pay no 5500 to... for Mac than 6700 for Samuels, now that we're talking about it out loud. Yeah, I think Samuels is really strong, especially if Juju doesn't play. That Maybe that's a few more looks, a few more targets sure. that he could get. Um, but I do like Samuels, and definitely in a tournament option. So that's one lineup that you can go with. Falcons are my D, spending as low as I possibly can there. And then sticking with the same theme of... Nick Foles and maybe spending down at the running back position. Elijah McGuire, we didn't talk about $4,700. I think he's in a good spot. He's been getting absolute workhorse touches. It hasn't Has turned into a, a ton. Uh, <laughs> a ton. The efficiency of hasn't been great. Yeah, no. The, the production is, is not necessarily there yet, but the past two weeks, 17 carries, 18 carries, and four targets in both of those games. I mean, that's, that is workhorse it touches. Is. Yeah, and you know Texans were a tough matchup for him last week. Forty-two yards is not yeah, and, phenomenal. And Buffalo is the same. Carry. That's yeah, a, that's the a same. tough matchup on the ground. So Green Bay is not. He can he can he's going to probably touch the ball seventeen to twenty times. That's what he's done over the last two weeks. So at that price, forty-seven hundred dollars. Why not Jamal Williams? You bring up a good point. Keep an eye on him. Practice report, and then at the flex, Balage. So those are three backs who check in at under five six thousand dollars. And this is what allows you to do to pick your poison at the wide receiver position. Julio Jones, who is back to being Julio Jones, right? It seems like 100 yards every week from him. He popped up zone. on the injury report, Manny. Did you I see know, this? I know. I got the cue right beside all these wideouts, actually. Julio Jones, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and then Devontae Adams, who's not on the injury report. But I think Julio is going to be fine. I think he's going to play in this football game. And if... You know, he has that cue next to him, all the reason to play him in tournaments because he really has been a beast now leading the league in yards and targets. So he's right there. And again, Everett Falcons. So a couple different ways you can go about things. Spend down at the quarterback position, up at running back or up at wide receiver. I know Ben loves to spend up at running back, but you can get by in tournaments as well with just spending up for wideouts, I think. There you have it. That's week 16 in the books. Do not fret. The Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast is not going anywhere. We will be with you week 17 and then 
all the way till you possibly can't play anymore into the playoffs. Good luck this week, and we hope you end up in the green, and we will see you next week. For Chris Meany, I'm your host, Mike the Fantasy Hitman Wright. See you next time. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thefantasyfootballers.com.